You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hello, you're listening to The Comedy Cellar Show on Raw Dog 99. This is the voice of Dan Natterman, so that means only one thing. Regular listeners know that when I do the announcements, that means that Gnome is not here. Right. And in this case, he is on vacation with his... Racially mixed family <laughs> in Israel. Um, Attending a wedding, right? No, I don't think... Is he? I don't know that. Yeah, I think it's uh, Dorit's daughter. Oh, maybe it is. Dorit, yeah. who used to work here. I was, she was a manager or something? Yes. Uh, there's some music in the background. Is it? What's that music in the background? Can we yeah, turn I that down a little bit? It's yeah, kind of strange. We don't usually hear the music. Yeah, there's, here inside the comedy cellar, they're playing music. A little louder than we would prefer. By the way, uh, have you ever been to Dallas? Uh, uh, no, I haven't. I was just there. Well, last week I was there for uh, a corporate gig. As you know, that's how I earn the bulk of my income. Correct. Uh, through corporate gigs. Because it's they're basically, you go, you do your gig, you leave. There's not, uh, it's not a whole weekend like a comedy club is. Right. Which, for uh, various reasons, uh, I, I don't do very often. So how, I'm always curious about this. How do you get uh, corporate gigs out of state? How do they do? They uh, does you, does somebody show them tapes well, of I have people? A, I have and a manager. Pick, I have a manager with a website, and they call yeah. up and they say we want somebody for the. Sometimes they know who I am. That's rare. Uh-huh. More often, they just go to the. You know, they they googling comedians and corporate, and the website comes up, and they call my manager, who's also has a a, a booking agency. And they say, who do you got? And, they, and my manager will send several tapes, and they'll say, well, we like this guy. Oh, so they do send tapes. They get to see clips well, and stuff. Well, they, they send clips. Yeah, or they, okay. you know, a link, whatever. Right, and right. they say, well, you know, and what's your price range? And here's what we got in that price range. Mm. I'm in the non-famous price range. Okay. Um, you know, it goes up as you, it's, it's all about fame. But you've got to be somewhere in the middle. I mean, you got some decent TV credits and appearances. No, and any lower, they just don't hire generally for corporate <laughs> gigs. Um, there's a certain level. I think there's a certain minimum level of, of uh, credits that you need to be in that market. Got it. And okay. I think I'm at the minimum. I'm not. I'm not sure. But anyway, I was in Dallas, and I did take the time to uh, go see where Kennedy was shot. Okay. Because I'd never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's very interesting. Um, you know, Dealey Plaza. Yeah. They got an X on the street. Do they? Right where Kennedy was shot. Interesting. And people are taking. It's a little bizarre. People are taking pictures on the X. Is that the only marker? Do they have other? Points marked like where the potential well, they, shooter what, might have been. Or well, they do, uh, but there's like a the museum in the school book depository. Okay. On the sixth floor, but it costs fifteen bucks to get in. Oh come on! So I decided not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know the school book depository. Is well, next the, time you know you book a gig in Dallas, they got to include an entry to uh, the museum. You roll, good, the, you roll that idea. into the that's fee. That's a good idea. Roll into the fee. <laughs> But uh, you know the school book. You've heard of the school yes. book depository. Yes. That's where Oswald. And I assume that when you go up there, there's a museum. It's no longer called the school book depository. It's called like the I don't know what it's called. And I'm not sure if it's used for anything. But other than being a historical. Other than site. being a historical site, but uh, it's. But it, I got to thinking. Uh, are there any? Are there any other school book depositories, or is that the only? Because like, whenever you hear the word school book depository, that's is, the what only. What does that mean? That's like I, a place where you drop off books. I think it means where they where this city or state puts its school books. The ones that they hand out and yeah, then they collect back? Yeah, they stick them somewhere, but I figured okay. I didn't know there was a special building for those. Well, now they just make you buy the books, I think. Although I guess in grammar school no, they no, in, give them back. I don't think you buy the books in elementary, but I just and figured... Not in elementary. Yeah. I never thought where they put the... And where do they put the protractors? I don't know. And the, uh, need a padded room for and the And the lollipop sticks for arts and crafts. <laughs> and they're a separate depository. And the teacher's edition probably 
goes in. But there. I think our schools, we just stored them in the class. I mean, I just figured yeah, they put them in the class. I didn't even need a whole building. I don't know. But then books, you're talking about anyway. cities where they have their elementary schools have, you know, thousands of kids in them. Well, New York, so. I don't know that New York has a school book depository. No, I don't think we do. I think everything's on Kindle now anyway. Well, all our public schools are like sharing one book amongst eight kids anyway, so. Oh, is it that bad here? I, I grew <laughs> up in the suburbs. Bad. We had our own books. And then you write in the back, they'd be like, you write in the back your name, and then yeah, like, be when ten, you had it, right. ten years of other people. Right, right. You know, you ten years of, uh, you had before you. Yeah. Yeah. It was like um, historical in that sense. I think everything's online now. I think it's all Kindle now. I, I don't know if in the, in the public schools, I know my niece is in college, and I think most of her books were on Kindle. Now all these parents complain about heavy backpacks, you know, the kids can't carry books. They have to roll around those, like, stupid suitcases But if it's in Kindle, stuff. then you don't have That's that That's what I'm problem. saying. So now most things that can be are electronic. Speaking of back, you know, I, a couple of weeks ago, uh, my back was... Uh, Out of whack. I had back pain. It's better now. So that, okay. Did you that's find, the did good you news. figure out why? My guess is I, uh, my guess is I just uh, slept wrong. I don't know. Okay. But the good news is it's gone. The bad news is now I have no more excuse not to go to the gym. <laughs> For a couple of weeks, I was really enjoying, you know, being saying to myself, "Well, I should go to the gym, but I better better wait." Yeah. Until it's well, now you still got to take it easy because you don't want to re-injure yourself. That's true. Think that of it true. that It's way. very tough when you break gym momentum. I uh, know. I'm to in go it right back now. To the gym. I'm in one right now. You're in a in a I'm what? In a, a gym hiatus, un- unelected. You know, not not a. Well, why are you in a hiatus? Mine Um, was due to injury. What's your excuse? Mine is due to being overworked. My boss got fired, and so I'm currently. Oh, you don't make a living from this. You don't make a living from this show. No, actually, I don't. (laughs) The Noam owes us money, by the way. Didn't he say a couple weeks ago? Yeah, he mentioned it and then just never brought it up again. He never. By the way, also happy birthday to Lou Witzke, who is our producer. It is, and I'm not going to reveal his age because I don't know that he wants me to. But uh, I can only say that he looks a lot younger than he really is. And we do wish happy birthday to Lou Witzke. So that his, means it's also his brother's birthday. His brother who's, who's here with him, who's his brother, Will. Twin brother. They are twins, although uh, hetero, uh, heterozygotes. Got it. I not believe, not fraternal. No, fraternal no, is... No, they right. are fraternal. Right, yeah. right. We have some great guests tonight lined yes. up. Uh, Michael Chafe, the first African-American weekend update correspondent. correspondent. Yep. Although I'm not sure that that's necessarily... Uh, is that a big deal that he's the first African-American Weekend Update correspondent? Yeah, why not? Well, because... First are big deals no matter what. No, I mean the first... Like, for example, uh, uh, Steve Harvey is the first Family Feud host that's African-American. Yeah, but and fam- nobody considers that significant. Well, because Family Feud is not in anywhere near as significant as SNL to right, but the first, TV history. But my point is the first... Is Weekend Update in and of itself significant enough? Yeah. Oh, here's Michael Che now. It is. Michael, we were just talking about you, but we were saying you're the first African-American Weekend Update correspondent. That's true. Yeah, but now I was also posing the question, is that considered a significant thing? I don't think so. I I honestly never thought of it as so until people would say it. I'd be like, I guess. But because it's, um, I don't think it's a job that was like exclusively for any color. Yeah, it's just, uh, the fact is there's been a lot of uh, black, cast members on SNL, and that kind of covers everything. Well, you got to think, there's like usually two a season. This time there's like four or five, but typically it's like two a season, and there's usually about 10 to 12 cast members, so the odds are not necessarily in the favor, and it's also a job that somebody usually does for at least four or five seasons, so 
it just, you know, I don't know. America wasn't crying out for an African American weekend update. I don't think they were. I mean, <laughs> I, think especially, was... I think like after Obama, it's hard to be the first black, black guy anything. that's that's <laughs> impressive. I'd have to be like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what what could you be the you first. You know, they've black never had a black sense. letter turner on uh, Wheel of Fortune. They never had another yeah. letter turner. Period. Uh, they have. That's where you know nothing. Who? There was somebody before Vanna White. Oh, really? Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Back in the day. That's like in the early 1900s. Was she black? <laughs> no, she was not. Uh-huh. And uh, so, you know. But um, you guys are on hiatus now, though, I believe. We're on break for a, a few months. So I get to just do stand-up and talk to you guys. Well, we thank you for uh, giving us your time. Thank you for letting me join. I'm always, I always love being on. Well, here. I'm always shocked when people of your stature agree to do the show, and I, I sometimes wonder whether you're just being nice. No, I, I love feel, this. Feel free to say no, no. I, I would. What well, I had With nothing to do. Okay. Well, then in that case, uh, and happy. <laughs> it's, high also, end. it's also because Dan longs for the day that he's famous enough to say "fuck you" in your podcast. I'm not doing this show. <laughs> I don't. Well, I, there's only like four or five podcasts I would do. It's I, I don't do them all, but like I'd have to like actually know the people that do it and like have some sort of respect for them in that way. And also, I've I've done this. I've like bombarded this place uh, so many different times. I think I've been here like four yeah, times. Yeah, usually you come on, but you're not uh, like an actual book yeah, guest. Yeah, I just, just I just came for a you spot. You just were in the area, and we said, "Hey, Mike, why don't you have a seat?" Yeah, exactly. Um, so you're on hiatus. So you, but I, this was a question that crossed my mind. Now recently, we had the horrible shooting in Orlando, and uh, I was wondering. Yeah, are you looking? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was looking for Lorne. <laughs> no, I was wondering whether you would have. You're, you're on hiatus anyway. Cypher, do you want to have a seat? Yeah. Cypher sounds, everybody. I believe See, you guys... See, this is what I would usually do. Yeah. I would just be hanging down. around looking yeah. at my phone. I think you guys work together, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, a lot Michael of Michael Che? I believe so. I do have the pleasure of working with him. You're his opening act? Sometimes, yeah. Nobody Sometimes. wants to take me under their wing. Have you noticed that? I don't know that no. you fit in this, this particular... No, not in, I'm not <laughs> saying here. In all, in all fairness, Cypher booked me before I ever booked him <laughs> years before, so... No, I'm not saying that true. you should include me. I'm saying that in general, nobody has decided to lift a helping hand to Dan Natterman over the years. I, I don't... I think... Like Louie never asked me to open for him. I feel like they think you don't need it, which is what people also feel about me. Which I, I, hate. I think that's true. Which I hate. There's a lot of times when I'll I'll be considering like, oh man, I wonder who could do this, and I'm like, ah, they probably wouldn't want to do it, just because yeah. I don't know. I hear what you're saying, and and it makes sense, uh, but uh, if it pays, you know, then 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 yeah. you know, if it's a good you. paycheck. No, that's, that's the thing. Lately, if I say to myself, uh, nah, he probably wouldn't want to do it, I ask. Yeah. Because I hate when people say that about me, and I go, I was home. Doing nothing. I yeah. would have loved to have done that. I would have canceled what I was doing to do what you asked. Yeah, me. same with me. A lot of a lot of times, people like Hannibal would do that with me. Like, like I figured he probably wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. Michael, like, would you like you to crazy? open for me at a temple in Staten Island? <laughs> oh my God, nothing more than taking a Pace. boat to a temple. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> no, we're getting Game a ride. Thrones. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. A boat. The rabbi is giving us a lift. <laughs> a real exodus. Oh, I was talking. But I wanted to talk about the Orlando shooting because. Would Aren't you, you got- glad you sat down? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think it's very relevant because as comedians, when, whenever these horrible events happen, you know, there's always like, well, should we talk about it? Can we talk about it? And and would you even touch that on SNL? I mean, with that, would you just kind of not even we address? Wouldn't, we wouldn't touch it the day of or the week of, but we would 
our trick, well, not trick, but like our thing is, if it's too sensitive, we try to find the the argument against it, like the the argument that that it that it opens, the discussion that it opens, and talk about the discussion, not necessarily the tragedy. Oh, like so, gun control. Exactly. So you talk about gun control. You talk about homophobia. You talk about. Uh, the way the, it's been reported, the way the media is handling it, the way the uh, candidates are talking about it, not necessarily the exact tragedy. We wouldn't speculate or we wouldn't say anything that's, you know. Maybe like the Orlando Tourism Board. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> we, like, wouldn't make, we wouldn't make any the million of gay pun, the millions of gay puns that we've had in our heads. Right. We would never do that on TV. No. But we would also have to do something. Has anybody talked about it in their act? I haven't really heard or... I haven't heard it at all. I don't. I don't think you. you I mean, it's, it's there's ways to do it. I mean, Chris Rock after 9/11, Chris Rock, of course, you know, did a whole thing, 20 minutes worth of of 9/11 shit. Yeah, I it's mean, just a way to do it. You have to. Treat but I'm it. sure he did it in a dark basement amongst you know 200 people, and not necessarily the day of no, you know no. on national TV. No, not on TV. But he did it at the. I saw him at the comic strip, and what he, you know, the trick is you, you don't make fun of it. What you do is you is you talk about our emotions and our reaction to yeah, it. And you can talk about the emotions. I think with stand up is there's a longer leash. With stand up, you can talk about your emotions. You can talk about things like that. But you gotta understand on our show, like for my job specifically, my job's only I'm 12 minutes, and that's not including features. That's not including Colin. It's just we. I in total, I maybe have four minutes on TV. So if I say something in two minutes. It's so slight that it always I, mo I can never win mm -hmm. because it's not enough that I can cover everything. Where right. I can right. show that I that I understand the emotion, still make it funny, still talk, make a point. You still be silly. Like you can't do all of that in two minutes. Right. You know. So you might as well not even bring it up because it, it'll never be fulfilled. Now, if you're John Stewart and you have thirty minutes to fill, where you can you can go through it, you know, bit by bit. Then it's a little bit easier. If you're doing a stand-up and you could talk about it for 15 minutes or 20 minutes, then it's something that people feel a little bit more. They don't feel cheated. But for me, it'll be so slight yeah, because I don't have much time. Yeah, I can't oh, come up with a one-liner about a, one a mass shooting. Right. It's like, it sucks, you know? I found that... It, oh, I'm sorry, Chris. No, I was just to say, but how does that work as far as writing goes for those... Like, do you have, like, you know, crisis response teams or, like, people that are ready to go when something happens? Because I would assume well, no, a lot of that stuff is that's prepared why, in advance. That's why we go more toward... Uh, the discussion that it opens because then it's then it's kind of more stock stuff like there's a lot of stuff you can say about gun control there's a lot of stuff you can say about homophobia there's a lot of stuff you can say about uh, politicians using this as you know for one way or the other or the way the media is covering you, there's a lot of things you can say about that that's not necessarily so sensitive right now but if you're talking directly about the tragedy in two minutes and trying to be funny it, you're right. going to sound like a dick right. so it's, it's a little harder I found that I'm in my stand-up. I'm not. I, I've avoided the past week even talking about, even mentioning the word gay. Like I have jokes that yeah. I don't make fun of gay people, but I have jokes about, you know, like yeah. gay, gay bars have funny names like the manhole. The right. And I I won't even tell those jokes. I feel it's just even mentioning the word gay is too sensitive. Yeah, I feel you. Like you, you're like your senses go up with those certain jokes that you already had for years or however long, and then there's like a certain word that you're like, oh, the timing. Won't work because of what's happening in the in the universe right now. You know what I'm saying? You can't say gay or gun or whatever. Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. Florida. There was somebody here from Florida the other night, and and I forgot who was on stage. I forgot who the MC was. She said, so he or she said, uh, "Where are you from?" And the guy said, "Florida." Yeah, and then he said, "And he said, where in Florida?" I'm like, if this motherfucker says Orlando, yeah, it's the worst. We're yeah. in big trouble. Yeah. But it wasn't. 
uh, it was some other town. But, but even that, even Florida. You're but from- that's a normal hosting of a comedy show. Hey, where are you from? Right. And if someone says Florida, you can instantly feel the tension in the room, like, because it's all in the news. It's in the uh, ether. It's in the ether at the moment. So you don't As opposed it. to what other week? I was just Florida's say. always in the Yo, fucking Florida, ether yeah, for something Florida. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but stuff you can make fun of. But doesn't that go against the essence of being like this, a stand-up comedian that we always talk about and being able to find the funny? Are there just... Well, I think if I, mean, I, if I would have been, your... if, if been there, I would have said, I would have said just what I said. I said, we're in Florida and don't say Orlando or you're going to fucking kill the mood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not saying you can't make a joke about it. Yeah, I'm no. just saying when some, the crowd will, you can feel it on stage when someone says Florida and everyone in the room is like, Eat. yeah, you know, not saying if you're a skilled professional that you can then turn that tension into funny, right? you know, but it I is do it tense. though personally. Like I, I, I say stuff. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. During stand-up, you mean? Yeah, During I mean now. Like recently, I've been saying like. <laughs> Liz is laughing because she's heard it, but <laughs> I'll say it, and like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it's to me, it's like uh, about about. Yeah, about, about everything. About it. About it. You've talked about Orlando once. But I don't go. I don't go deep into it. I don't think so. I don't go too. I don't go too far into it, but I definitely try because there's something in there, and it's you know, and I got a special tip. <laughs> well, you know, there's. I mean, that that it's is all what, about the craft. Thing. What do you want me to do? I'm like, it's my job. But it, also, it's. I think people want it. Honestly, yeah. I honestly think people want. It. I think if you ask them, they'll say absolutely not. But if you give it to them and they like it, they're like, "Oh shit, man! I'm so glad you did that." Yeah. It's a it, people really. It, it's why they come out for comedy. If you're that broken up, then you probably aren't outside. Yeah, if you're outside. You want to see comedy. Chances are one in five people are going to mention some shit that you feel and it's the only about. and it's the only place where you can hear that. And yeah. if you don't like it, that's fine. If you didn't like it, you, I, I, there's tons of I have jokes that a lot of people don't like that has nothing to do with anything. It's not even personal. You just don't like it. That's would, fine. You move on. Right? I, uh, yeah. No. I. We uh, shall rise. Very seldom are people that bent out of shape that there's. I, well, I don't read the emails. Liz would know in terms of people complain. I, saw, I actually saw an email this week from people compl- with about? people complaining about the show. What were they complaining about? So, um, was it a about bunch me of talking things. About it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bunch of things, but there were some racial. You know, they didn't appreciate certain racial things. I mean, yeah, I did a, it just um, you just never know. Well, racial, they do get. Know. I just don't know if people complain because you brought up a topic that's sensitive or. Well, to, to them, racial. No, I know, but I'm. But that's topic. I know, but I'm saying. Um, an yeah. event or you mean? an event. The yeah. kind of people like that's not even something I thought you could do is right. complain and r- leave a letter at a comedy show. Like, that's comedy, not even yeah. that's not even something I would even think yeah. even right. before because I've gotten to comedy shows maybe ten years before I started comedy. So like I've gone, I love comedy shows. This it never crossed my mind that oh I could write a letter and tell yeah. people which it jokes no I sense. didn't like. So like the kind of I feel like that about Yelp reviews like when you. You see something that's poorly reviewed, and you read the review, and they're like, "The delivery man was very nasty, yeah. and the and, and the and the pasta was all to the one side." And they must, and I'm like, really? That's the kind of person that takes the time to write something. Yeah. I've, I've had miserable experiences. I've never written to somebody about it. Right? Maybe a tweet, but that's it. Like, it's not at the company, though. It's like at my friends. Yeah. My uh, my we're talking about how like you know you're talking about how on weekend update if they have like you know the what is that crisis team like a, yeah you like companies have like crisis response teams but my you know, like, uh, 
uh, my friend Brian Steinberg, did you ever do an interview with him? He works for Variety. Does that name ring a bell? Uh, possible. I don't know. Oh, well, whatever. But anyway, he wrote an article in Variety about... Uh, in fact, I invited him down here, but he couldn't make it for various reasons. But um, he wrote an article about Weekend Update, and he, he was talking about how you're changing things up because now you're trying to get more last-minute shit going in there. Uh, I mean, that's not... <sighs> I don't. I think it's more. You, you just open up. I, the thing about Weekend Update is it's been done for thirty, forty years before I did it. So there's a lot of things that are. This is the way we do things, and this is the way. This is just the way the show is, you know. So it's like there's a reason for it in a certain way. There's a reason why they need cue cards instead of prompter. There's a reason why they need, you know, X rather than Y, but. There's other things that it's, well, it's just because we've been doing it that way. Right. So a lot of times we'd have to like, well, what does this thing do? Well, let's let's knock this wall down. And it was certain things like video. They never played video on it. And so right. I was working at The Daily Show first, and we would always have video. We'd have a guy that watched everything on the fucking news yeah. and told us what people said that was silly, and that's where we got our bits from. So we didn't have that at SNL. We didn't, we didn't have video. We didn't have, you know... Uh, kind of corresponding or even just the way you see like Pete and Leslie when they just go to camera and just do bits there was a stand up bits and nobody really did that on the show as much they yeah. might have did it a long time ago but recently it just everybody's been a wacky character and everything had to have some kind of comedic you know um like kitschiness to it or uh, like yeah kind of like some kind of comedic logic some well, kind of sketch yeah. logic of this is why this person's here as right. opposed to here's Pete Davidson saying something funny uh, something funny yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it works because it's like well that's I've seen these guys do it at clubs with no setup and no wig right. so why would they need one now just let them fucking talk to the camera and those are the funniest nights when and you those are the, like and when those they are the just, best yeah. ones and they just lock in and then they stay on one topic right. but you see it's like they get three minutes to just talk about one thing and they build it comedically it's easier to do something that way as opposed to you got one minute or one punchline and then move on to the completely next story. Right. Right. People don't, yeah, you don't tell jokes that way. Right. You build it and then you but punch you it up. But you don't even get that. You don't even get yeah, that. Yeah, I don't even minutes. get to get that. And you're yeah, on so there every week. Yeah, it's it's harder, but it, it, it scores them faster, though. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's something that it, people just have to kind of get in the rhythm of watching it, you know? Yeah. I always feel like we're like step-parents in, in comedy. Like, you know, a lot of people have to go through a step... Like, I think Trevor goes through a stepdad thing where it's like people just have to get over the fact that they're not watching John right now. Yeah. And they, they, they're they going to look for a million things to not like about it because it's not dad. Right. We want dad back. Yeah. And then you have to realize, oh, dad's yeah. not coming back. Dad's gone. We like this guy, but this guy's different and he's good. You Your know what I mean? father's dead. <laughs> Your father's gone, you know? It's a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of, you know, people have to go through that. So it's, for us, with Weekend Update, people cherish it so much that if it's not the way that it was when they grew up, then they're like, well, this is wrong. That's right. not Norm. Bring Norm back. I was like, Norm's not coming back. Tina's not coming back. Right. So, so next through. next season, it'll again be you and Colin. Next season will be me and Colin. Coming back. Uh, by the way, how are you fixed for writers over there um, in terms of the weekend update writing staff? Because, you know, I, I've just started. Uh, I'm submitting now for Fallon as a writer. Now, they're not looking for anybody. Is this an audition? <laughs> it's not an audition, <laughs> but I think it's nice to, to weave. It's nice to... Uh, this is a, integrate. This is a man if, in we have we have writers, but we also take uh, submissions too. 
Look at that, that like opens the door for writing. You yeah, mean like I'm John, You mean like I would I would email shit in like email jokes. Yeah, but I mean that's how we that's how we get writers. Like I think like maybe two yeah, of the I'm four not, like two of the four writers we got maybe three. I'm too old. Whatever. For that. Three whatever of the four writers we got we got because they were submitting and we're like, well, let's get this guy. He's really. Whatever funny. you're about to say, Dan. I'm too old I, to be submitting. No, cut it. Cut that out, man. That's your problem. I gotta go downstairs. Cut that All out. Right, You're so not just, too old. How is that possible? How are you too old? I don't even understand that. No, not that I'm too old. It's just like, you know. How are you too old to submit but not too old for the job? You think no, it's no, beneath I'm, I'm you? Too, it's not I'm beneath not as beneath you. me. It's like, people, those are usually like the young bucks starting up. I don't no. Emailing shit in. You're a young buck as an SNL writer. Kevin, so just Kevin Brennan would send stuff in sometimes. Oh, he did? Yeah. That. That can't take any, 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 and I got some stuff with it. Well, he was a, he he used to be a writer. He used no, to be, I know that. Yeah. And and uh, he was sending some stuff. I used uh, I used a couple things from him. What does that pay? I have no you're idea. You're not allowed to. Uh, oh yeah, you're not. The, you're not in the accounting office. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, because like Fallon, I, I talk to people over there. They're not looking for anybody right now, but they're like, well, we are always like keeping an eye out, so you never know. So send in a couple weeks worth of uh, monologue. Jokes. See, I think that's worse because this way you just, I mean, if. You, you look at, because we send you the headlines, we send you the, the premises, and you look at it, and if you got something on it, you just send a couple, and then we read them, and, you know, if we, we use well, them. Well, that would work if, if if I had a good kill ratio. That is, if, like, uh, you know, I was, if, if I you had to submit. You could send 10 on one topic. You could right. do, you, you don't, you, you pick. But depending on how many they were using of mine would be whether it was worth doing it or not, you know, because if I had to send 30 to get one used, it probably wouldn't, you know, if that was my ratio. I don't know. Hey, Dave Juskow is here. I couldn't. Be, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. What, what I'll the be honest with you. I want to. You know, I don't even. I, writing is not my. Um, that's not my number one bag. Well, I'd rather just be a big star. I'll tell you what. All I, right, but you'd you know, rather be a big star yeah. than a writer. Yeah. Why? I'd rather I don't, win I, the I need, lotto. You need to, <laughs> you need to explain <laughs> that to me. I'd rather sit on my ass and on the beach and do nothing at all. But apparently, in this world, you got to work to make money. Yeah. Really? It seems to be how it works. Go figure. <laughs> I don't know. I think I would rather be a writer You'd than be sit a writer? on the beach. Yeah. Well, you sit on the beach, but you can come like here sand. and do comedy. Yeah, you don't have to sit on the beach, but you, the point is, is you know, you can do it. So they say Ray Allen has the best of both worlds. No, well, he gets the beach <laughs> and he gets the. <laughs> no, but he has to work. He goes to the beach and he works on the beach. <laughs> Runs but, his fingers, his luxurious hair. <laughs> but um, I'm saying I gotta do something. I'm figuring I'm at a crossroads. They should do like a Godfather scene where he wakes up and his ponytails like in his, <laughs> like the. <laughs> Somebody cut his ponytail off and just like put, it in the, <laughs> put it in the bed right next to him. Well, he he just cut screams. It. He doesn't have uh, he doesn't have the full ponytail oh, no, he anymore. He cut his hair now. Oh, did he cut it? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Where was Dave Jeskow? Just speaking of the Godfather. He's doing the uh, Tom Papa show. Oh, is that what he's doing? The here? live live show. Anyway, you know, I'm just gonna. Do you mind if I read a couple of monologue jokes that I wrote to? Uh, sure. Please. To submit to see if. I can't as long as you want honest this. honest uh, feedback. Are they all well, about Orlando? No, what yes, I'm saying about Orlando for Jimmy Fallon because I think he would love it's to ask Orlando, some. and it's a, it's all about Orlando, and it's about the kid that got eaten by an alligator. I, would, oh, okay. I think I think Jimmy could really use some. That's what he needs. No, that's the point. You have to write jokes that are that he would it's do. It's very right. hard to. That's a that's a very interesting thing that you just said. You you gotta write in someone else's voice. Not everybody can do that. A lot of people write stuff, and you're like, yeah, well, you do it, but. I, it doesn't sound right. Those I would never say those words. And for right. a monologue for that show, it can't be anything like you know. You have to talk about nice, happy stuff. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little PG. So it's like you know, you can't talk about what's really going on. But uh, here's one. So a couple of these are are uh, probably not not appropriate for Fallon, but 
The mayor of London. I don't know if you heard about this, uh, Chris Montella. The mayor. That's of a good start. I don't know if you heard about this. Yeah, well, that's kind of talk show. <laughs> I didn't actually write that. That's great. I didn't write that. I don't know if you heard, heard about the, this, but that's you gotta Leno. write that. Yeah. Should I write that actually in? The, I uh, would write that. I, I don't know if you heard about this, but. <laughs> Uh, the mayor of London has banned subway ads to promote unrealistic body images of women. I did, I did oh, read you're, you're, about you're, that. That's interesting yeah. to me. The ban's mainly targeted at unnaturally thin women, but since it's England, unrealistic body images include women with tans. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. You don't have to uh, laugh, Michael. I like it. I, <laughs> I think that's good. That's a good... We call that a soft joke. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't uh, hurt anybody, but it's very funny. And right. if even if you're from England, you can laugh at it. Right. That's the kind of that's the ballpark you want to be in. You know in the uh, the uh, Bagnati, That's London's first nude restaurant. This is interesting. Recently hey. opened its doors. It's a nude restaurant. Needless to say, cameras are banned in the dining area, as are students and faculty from the nearby Royal Drawing School. All right, less on that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, let's. A little wordy, a little wordy. A little much, a little much, yeah. Oh, this is a good one, I think. The, the, I'll just do one more, the, and then we'll get to our other guest who is somewhere. <laughs> He's already done with it. The Russian track and field team has been banned from the Rio de Janeiro Olympics. I don't know if you heard that, Michael. No, I didn't hear about this. It's interesting uh, because of the Russian government involvement in procuring uh, performance-enhancing drugs for their athletes. Okay. So they, uh, they're banned. Now, the response of the Russian athletes, as you can imagine, has been disappointment and anger. As well as irritability, trouble sleeping, <laughs> acne, heart and liver damage, and increased risk of blood clots. Very good. Not Very to good. mention impotence and reduction of sperm production. And there you go. That's a two-hander, and there's a, and there's a clap. When you, when, you rail, when you rattle it off like that, people will be very excited to hear you get through it. The break. Yeah, it's pretty break. good. I'll, I'll, hey. That's good. Look. That's very usable. Very okay. That is in the ballpark of what we need. Now, if you want one more, raise your hand. One more. Does anybody want one more? Oh, yeah, yes. I would love one more. Oh, okay. I don't see a hand up from Chris, but... Uh. Yes, well, no one can see a hand that's listening, so... Okay, uh, British... Theater of the mind, Dan. British astronaut Timothy Peake just landed safely back on Earth after six months in the International Space Station. All right, that I didn't know. Yeah, that, uh, his, uh, he was the first British... Uh, first uh, Englishman to walk in space. Okay. Wow. That's interesting, and... Uh, you may know that also that Elton John was the first Englishman to walk in a pair of $18,000 red crystal shoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a few years back. All right. A pair of red crystal. Ed, did you hear about this? <laughs> is he still oh, on the air? Oh, man. Johnny I think he's pretty dead now. <laughs> Ed is dead. This one is a probably a no-go. In a recent survey by the American Customer Satisfaction Index, Chick-fil-A ranked number one among fast food restaurant chains. Mm -hmm. Now, just behind Chick-fil-A in the survey, well, uh, Chick-fil-A minus. <laughs> Chick-fil-A minus. I don't think there's any topping that joke. So I'll just Chick definitely not Chick-fil-A minus. minus. If, if I, oh my god. If I Google Chick-fil-A minus, my guess is something will pop up. Oh man. You ever, I, like, I don't know. I don't think that that I think it's you're not good. obvious enough. Yeah, I think you're good. Do you ever like Google something you thought you thought of just to see if anybody else thought of it and it's, and other oh, people man. thought of it? I had a writing partner that would do that because like we would come up with sketch ideas and he like somebody had to do it. It's too good, and sure enough, someone did it. Don't so, you have? And, and they've done it very poorly. But don't you have to have um, like does SNL have a team that checks that kind of stuff like so that no. you're not accused of you know? Oh no, copying and, and we've been accused. People oh, accuse okay. us all the fucking time. Really? You know what's so funny? Is that they accuse us of stealing everything. If any ideas ever been done that we've done, they, we've definitely stole it. They think all we do is watch college comedy with 649 right. views on YouTube or right. some shit. And, but 
they always want us to repeat the things that other people on the show have done. They always want us to do shit that Eddie Murphy's done. And right. like, right. it's already been done. Why do you want to see that? But then if we do something that someone else has done somewhere else, they're like, oh, you fucking thieves, you hacks, and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's inevitable that in the billions of... And now with YouTube and everything, there's bound to be somebody somewhere that thought of something kind yeah, of similar. Yeah, comedy to is, is not that fresh, man. And like, uh, <laughs> I try not to... Like, my rule is, like, you know, I won't Google it because... It's just it'll be too heartbreaking, and I figure if I came up with it, it's it's mine anyway. I mean, if I didn't copy from somebody else, I can I figure I can use it. Right. I've had somebody tell me accuse me of stealing a joke that they tweeted, and I'm like, well, you think I follow you on Twitter? Like, you what are you? Yeah, how would you even know? That? What, how would I fucking know? I don't know who you are. Where would I? Where would I get well, that, that information accusation from? Is steal- I mean, yes, there are people that steal, and that's got to be taken seriously. But the people, I mean, Amy Schumer recently went through a, a slate of accusations along those lines, of, you know, and um, so you know, we're all we're all subject to that. Um, let's get um, uh, our, our, our Mr. Our, Curtin. Mr. Cur- I forgot your name, sir. Curtin. Andy Curtin. Andy Curtin. Either well, one. Either way. Either one. Left at- I no. honestly thought you had a milk stash. No, uh, he. Oh, it's no, it's he's got a white mustache. That is interesting. I do, yeah. He has a white mustache, but the rest of your beard is brown. Yeah, well, I, you know. So either he has a cho- a a a, a uh, milk mustache or a chocolate milk beard. It's, it's, it's my it's my cocaine stash. Cocaine stash. That's right. Oh, he's in I England. think you're doing it wrong, he's in, he's man. In he's <laughs> Andy Curtin now. Shouldn't be that low. No, I got a very I've got a very numb upper lip. God damn. I can't feel my face. <laughs> do you know uh, Michael Che? He's a big star here in America. I, do, yeah. I, I wouldn't say that. Well, he's uh, he's a B-level anyway. He's, right? yeah. he's a very tall star. No, he, he, maybe a big star right in down the a cellar. Peg. Are you B-level or C? I would say D. You no. say D. Oh, come on. G. What are you talking about? I don't know, man. International. Known around the world, I would say. <laughs> I'm not trying to blow Is that English or Australian accent? Australian say. accent. But thank you for trying to upgrade it. A little bit, maybe. <laughs> well, okay. I didn't know that was necessarily an upgrade. I see Australians as equally worthy in their own way. Oh, that's very kind of you. Um, he think thinks very lowly of boats. Better in Australia. He thinks they're both shit. <laughs> <laughs> Equal, equally as uh, as yes, not uh, not. But um, you're a comic, is that it? I am, yes. And and uh, I'm I'm told comedy's becoming very international. You know, Michael. Yeah, I'm it the, is. I'm the Michael Shea of China, actually. Michael Che. Che. Sorry, che. There you go. I read on Wikipedia he was named after Che Guevara. You know, people say Shea, people say Che. I, I don't I don't mind it either way. More people get upset when they hear. <laughs> Shade and I do. I don't. I could care less. I know what you're talking about. But it's Che, like Che Guevara. Yes, it is. It's Che, like Che Guevara. Okay. Um, we maybe another time we'll get into your parents' political leanings and what. My father them. was a big history buff. Uh, he loved Che Guevara, and my mother doesn't know who Che Guevara is, <laughs> so they're divorced, and they don't. <laughs> they're that divorced. just goes to show you. <laughs> Does she still use that name for you, or she calls me Mike? She hey, calls yeah, me Mike. No, but yeah. Che's your official middle name. Yeah, my name's Michael Che Campbell. Michael Che Campbell. My dad named me Che. My mother named me Michael. Well, I, I never knew that until recently when I Wikipedia'd you. Yeah, people are very disappointed when they find out that Che is not my last because name. Because I think it's a wonderful last name. It's a great name. I mean, uh, you know. So, so you, I understand. So anyway, comedy is becoming very international. As I, I was just talking to a... The French are invading, by the way. There's, you know, Gad, our French mm-hmm. friend, oh, yeah. who works mm-hmm. here. Gad, mm-hmm. he's and, amazing, very funny. And there's uh, some other French guy was in town today doing Jerry Lewis. No, well, he's not French. Oh, yeah, he's just big <laughs> over there. But you know, there's a lot of, of of French comics trying to do comedy now in English, 
Um, and English comedy is also spreading all over the world in non-English speaking countries. They're mm-hmm. they're uh, they're uh, watching English comedy. So our, our dear friend Andy Curtin was it? Yeah, that's it. Is is booking comedy in Singapore or something like that? Wow, Shang- Shanghai. Oh, Shanghai. Shanghai. Yeah, I know the guys in uh, Singapore, but I, I own a club in Shanghai. Okay. Oh, you're a club wow. owner. Yeah. Shanghai. And I, and I have rooms in 22 different cities around China. Ni hao, ma. Well, hun hao. Ni na? I just know ni hao, ma. That was good. You got to get, get the reaction in there as well. All I know you is gong hei fat choi. What does that mean? <laughs> that, well, that's, that's actually Cantonese. But oh, sorry. So, so, so good Shanghai is Mandarin. Yes. Well, the whole country is Mandarin. You know, people think that more people... Where's Sichuan? Sichuan is a province. That's not... Well, it, it's maybe... It's not a dialect because there, there is a Sichuanese dialect. This is getting way too far into this. I only know about what's on a menu. Yeah. Right. But people think... Well, that's what I meant. If where, where, you where, can't where, cook, you don't exist. Where can I get General's... <laughs> I can't cook. Is General Tso's chicken widely available? Every, every, every corner, they got General Tso's chicken. He's you actually, can't assign a letter and a number Tso to it. Was General Tso a Mandarin or Cantonese? He's actually the president of China currently. Okay, General Tso. So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you're, you're, you have a cl- general. So it's like General Motors, where it's just it's right. not really. Do you a know what? General. I'll tell you something. They just recently opened an American-style Chinese restaurant in Shanghai called the Fortune Cookie, and it has like I haven't been there, but like the stuff that you guys have here instead of real like Chinese chicken food. and broccoli. Yeah, and this and kind like, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to ch- to the Chinese for bringing broccoli to the hood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fortune Cookies <laughs> are not actually <laughs> helping. It's healthy. <laughs> Veggies. Fortune Cookies are not actually a Fortune Chinese. Cookies. There was are no. That's right. Cyber, you back me up on that, right? What was that? Cyphers there there was no that. broccoli in the hood before not the Chinese at all. Yeah, thank you. So, so, but what about uh, what about orange juice? Are you still guys still drinking orange drink up that way? <laughs> I remember because because Dave Chappelle had a whole thing about we didn't have orange juice. No, yet. we got orange juice. Okay, okay, okay. We I don't, I don't know. I apple just, juice. I'm just being curious. Is that where all your knowledge comes from when it's not on Wikipedia? It's true. Chappelle Chappelle. Yeah. There's no grape juice. There's no That's grape the thing. juice. Oh, there's grape no grape juice. Only in church. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was it. Cypher's back. Cypher, we're talking to our dear friend Andy Curtin, our new Come friend. On. He owns a comedy club in Shanghai. Nice. Shanghai Nights. Is that what you call it? Shanghai uh, <laughs> Night. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard that I expression mean, before. Is that Isn't that a like a movie, Shanghai Nights? Oh, what is that like Jackie Chan yeah. and, and uh, Owen Wilson? Yeah. I, I oh. haven't seen it. I'm not a. And you're in? Are you in New York recruiting people to go over there? Is that what you're doing here? Well, I'm kind of a. It's, I've taken a break for two months, and I'm just out here doing a few shows, and you know, making. I, I work with a lot of people from New York anyway, so you know, sort of touching base with people I haven't met. He's selling Gucci yet? purses. Exactly. I'm <laughs> smuggling babies. That's what I'm doing. I'm selling babies. You want to buy a baby? So, so this is English comedy, obviously. Uh, we do Mandarin. Co- I do ma- co- I do comedy in Mandarin. Well, you do comedy in Mandarin. I do. Yeah. That's and, insane. Yeah, and and that's a scene as well. They're they're pretty separate. The two scenes, although the club has both. What's and, like the what else? What else? What else in Mandarin? Like you know when you have nothing else to do. Nothing else to say in the set to start going like, what else, what else? What else I got? Uh, do you, yeah. know, you know the answer to this, do you? No, I don't. Oh, oh. you really don't know this? No, I, I really don't. Because there's know. a, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. It Rizzo sounds like me. the N-word. Yeah. What is oh. it? Oh, shit, did I stumble upon <laughs> gold? <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> no. I swear to God, I, I did not know that. I you were trying to set me up. Absolutely not. Hey, buddy, not. Yeah. Hey, buddy so, what's well, that no, word? Will Smith has a joke about that where he went to China and nega is the word. That's it. Yeah. Nega means what else? But it's even uh, there's I'm an even sure more specific pronunciation that's yeah. getting too close for my uh, disposition. But and what does it Wilson mean? Vincent, though? It means well, it literally it means that, 
but it's something that people will say when they are thinking of what to say next. Like so, yeah. pause. So they would say, oh, you know. Yeah, the RZA told me when he was out there shooting that movie, The Man with the Iron Fist, he said that the first couple of days, everybody, he was like, why is everybody saying the N-word to me? And they're like, no, it's not the N-word. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Only thing. some of what they are saying is the N-word. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's half the time. It's only 50%. Yeah. Well, is there an N-word in China? Because black people are not uh, numerous over there. They, there is, but it's not like a common... It just literally translates to black ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds weird, but like that ghost word gets thrown around for foreigners all the time. Black so. ghost. Oh, yeah. like saying oh, alien. Uh, kind of, yeah. It's like like foreign thing. Yeah. But like it's ghost. UFO. Means You're ghost. UFOs. Why well, you call somebody an alien? You black alien. How racy. How on earth did you learn Mandarin enough to do comedy in that language? Uh, I mean, I've been there for seven years. That's and amazing. I know motherfuckers in America for 30 years don't speak English well enough yeah, to, yeah. you know. And to, you know, That's I mean, to wheel, to wheel in the kitchen. You know, to wheel, our dear, our dear friend, to wheel in the kitchen over here, the kebab guy. Yeah. <laughs> motherfucker can't, can't speak <laughs> English. Kebab <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been here, like, for probably 20 years. And, and, but anyway, um, so seven years, and did you speak a word of Mandarin when you got there? I thought I did. But then I found out really quickly that I do not, I did not. Like all about the pronunciations, right? And like well, the that's tones. the thing. It's really hard to start because it's really hard to be understood. Like if I said, I speak Russian as well. If I said something to you in Russian, you could probably repeat it and a Russian speaker would understand. Right. But in Chinese, you're like, okay, I got this. I'm saying it. And then you say it and they look at you because like, the they're like the, what are you saying? The tones ghost? are important. Yeah, there's the tones and there's there, there's sounds that we don't have in English. And already you sound Australian. So right. like that's got to like, be maybe as how, far. Mate. As <laughs> 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 fucking Nihau. He's putting uh, mate on the end of everything. Like, uh, <laughs> it's not like, um, you know, if you learn, say, <laughs> if you learn, say, Spanish, many of the words will be familiar to us. Right. right. You can we'll say, it out. Uh, pro- no problemo. Oh, right. yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. No problemo. Just add an O. I don't know, and well, that'll work for some words. It's not even right. Not okay. really. You know what? But sh- sh- in Mandarin, th- no th- th- problemo. Right? It's not. It's no problemo, right? No. Problema. Yeah. It's an A. Wait, but you know what I'm talking about. Donde, donde está el baño? There you go. Maybe. But in Chinese, yeah. there's very few words that are similar. So problem is probably something like hanky. Well, which you have? <laughs> good guess. Very close. Do you speak Chinese? No. Um, yeah, I, the, the, the answer to that question is what you're talking about is usually a transliterated word. It's a word that's come from the language and they've right. taken it. But when the Chinese do that, it's almost unrecognizable. Like, for example, the word from McDonald's. Yeah. My dung law. You're never going to guess yeah, it. No, you right. That sounds kind of close, fanatic. Yeah, yeah if, because you not, knew ahead of time. Exactly. But if someone says yeah. to you, yeah. where's Ming Nang Lao, you oh, would never right. understand. You'd be like, right. I don't It's like know. a Picasso portrait, where it's right. like, it kind of, it's kind, kind of, kind of, of face, just rearranged. <laughs> I wouldn't put an ear there. It's sort of a clock, but I couldn't tell I the time to, off it. The blue period. I do comedy in French. You may or may not know that. So this is a particular interest to me. I, really? I, I remember yeah. when you told me the last time we met that you don't remember, but that's fine. Oh, I, well, I met <laughs> oh, him before. Dan. <laughs> well, he probably uh, didn't have the, must, the uh, milk mustache. Oh, you would have Now I know. If I want you to remember me, I've got to have a, well, a, I can't a gross that. facial disfiguration. But like, like French, like Spanish, so many of the words, it, you can't even. Comp- learning French, and I've been studying for 10 years, and I'm still not where I want to be, and that's a language that's very close to English. Have you been to France? Yeah, a few times. Yeah. Is it is it harder when you're there? Like, do you feel like you know it more, or do you feel like you know it less when you go? Speak it more or less? Speak it, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I, I think neither. 
Okay. You know, when I go to Quebec, I, I really feel like I don't speak it because I can't understand their accent very well. Mm. And uh, it's, 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 it's roughly the same language, but so not they, quite. So they're like hillbilly French. Yeah, but worse. Like, in other, like, we can understand hillbillies. But even French people that go to Quebec sometimes have trouble. And, and Quebec, uh, films in Quebec and TV shows that are exported to France are often subtitled. For really? the for the French oh, wow. audience because it is it is much more different. English from England and England from Amer English from America are much more similar than Quebec French is to French. Oh, French. interesting. Oh. Fascinating. They have different words. Some of the grammar is different in the spoken uh, language, but n but it's Scottish and like Irish. When sometimes when you Scottish. hear that, I'm like, yeah. when they get rolling, you're like, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, like train yeah, spotting. If you saw train spotting. Yeah. Yeah, I had well, the subtitles on for that. Well, Benny Hill, Benny Hill. Sometimes I'd be like, I, he looks funny, and I'm laughing because he's a funny person. But even in the U.S., you get somebody from like Louisiana sometimes, or right, they got that right, like right, Bayou. Right. Yeah. Kind oh, of, yeah. you can't understand what well, the fuck. Yeah, yeah, saying. Creole kind of. Just I like the line from uh, Snatch. You know, Dennis Farina, the only American character in that movie, he gets to it. England, he says, hey, I've been here for a, a week. No one speaks the fucking language here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think in the north of England, it, as you go north, it gets even more tricky. Wait, can yeah. we go back? Did you say you book 20 clubs? You book clubs no, 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 in 20 no, no, cities? No, 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 no. I, oh. have, I have a club, which yeah. is seven nights a week, okay. open in Shanghai. Okay. And then we have rooms in other cities. Okay. So like, what does that mean? Well, like in Suzhou, there's a bar that we have a permanent room at, and we're there every week. Do people come out and say, Suzhou, well, my career is really taking off. Yeah, they do, actually. <laughs> everyone opens with that. Everyone. <laughs> it's embarrassing, because they don't realize that everyone saw the last guy say that. <laughs> so, And there's enough comedians to fill those rooms? Like well, doing co comedy? And I mean, China? there's a lot of flow, you know. So the comics move around. Like, I go around Asia a lot. Like, I was in Hong Kong two weeks ago or three mm -hmm. weeks ago and then I was in Taiwan last month and then those guys come out so there's a lot of flow from there and then in Shanghai the, for the cities outside of Shanghai it's the comics from Shanghai that go out there to do shows they don't live out there and then every month we bring a guy from the US or you know from outside of China like a, a proper headliner to come and do like a run of shows uh -huh. you know, maybe a week of shows and uh, that fills so up they the speak calendar English well, these are the English shows. Oh, I got you. Yeah, for the separate Chinese, shows. it's totally separate. Even for like the Chinese people that like the English stand-up, they tend to not like the Chinese stand-up. Got it. And then the ones that like the Chinese stand-up don't speak English. Right. I mean, what you you, you know, you got to have a pretty high level of language yeah. to be able to follow comedy. That's like the pinnacle sometimes, of speaking a language. Sometimes what happens is, like in Paris, they have an English comedy. They have a lot of English comedy and. So half the audiences are expatriates that are from England or the United States, and the other half are French people. But oftentimes the French people think they speak English because they understand, you know, each other when each, they speak. You know, they, they speak English enough to understand each other or to understand in class, but then they come to a comedy show and they hear at, at full speed with all the slang, and then they're lost. Yeah, well, you know, Shanghai has the number one population, I think, for foreigners there, French people. And they come there and they barely speak English, they, some of them, and they barely speak Chinese. And I don't know how they get around, but they all hang out with each other, you know. What kind of comedy is popular in, uh, in Shanghai? Like, you know, I mean, I think that, you know. Def Jam. 
Def Jam. Everyone does. <laughs> the crowds either like you or hate you from the beginning, and they throw a lot shit of take my wife jokes. Yeah, one-liners. Ah, uh, you know, comedy's so international now. There's so much access. I would love to see the Chinese Def Jam comedy. <laughs> 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 Big yellow suit. <laughs> <laughs> Kick it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, because you see, like, they have those crazy, like, Asian game shows. No, they do all these, it's like, not ridiculous like that. Things. So I'm just curious what the sense of humor, I mean, not that you can encapsulate an entire, you know, country's sense of humor in one bite, but... It's tough to say, curious. you know, because when you're doing English stand-up, you know, the benchmark is everyone knows American stand-up. It's online, it's in podcasts. That's kind of the, the source of... The gold standard. That, that defines it. But then you get to Chinese stand-up and it's totally different, you know. Right. Sometimes you get a magician thrown in there, you just never know. Uh, and the TV, like SNL, has now set up SNL China. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, they've just been out here, you know. There's an SNL Egypt too. There's like an SNL yeah. Mexico. And so the guys like that do crazy. the guys that do SNL China. Jimmy they all- Fallon is I'm sorry, Jimmy Fa- Jim, Mexican Jimmy Fallon is maybe the best. Mexican <laughs> Jimmy. They have a Jimmy they have Falona. a Mexican Tonight Show, and it's pretty much the same exact show. He does karaoke and uh, pretty much the, the same. wheel of imitations. The one difference is. He's dressed and painted like a clown. Oh God! Like, every night, like, every that's night. His, yeah, that's like his it's suit. just he's just a clown. Red nose. Uh, <laughs> Other than that's the same. Show. I think I saw that actually. Kind of, kind of, it's kind of fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. That's it's so a, it's so bizarre. It's just like why? Well, you kind of see the absurdity when you can't understand it. <laughs> yeah. you know, but that's you, what I'm saying. Like you see these, like you see sometimes just shows. Like I was watching this clip on I don't know YouTube or whatever from this Asian game show where they had to. The guys had to oil themselves up and like try to slide naked around like a track, and whoever yeah, made yeah. it around one or so, I mean, oh, I, I don't know. That. Just that's I Japanese, that. right? Japanese. Right? I, I don't know what what country. Japanese game Japanese. shows are fucking oh, like that. But like, <laughs> you ever crazy. see the one where the guy is like he's a porn star? This guy is a porn star, and they tell him we're gonna get somebody to give you a blowjob. And okay. you can't finish. Oh, I've seen for this. like thirty minutes. You got to go thirty minutes without being able to finish. No, like, I saw one, and he's like, "I'm a professional. That you can't. Right. There's no blowjob that good." Right. The gate opens, and this is this chubby dude. <laughs> <laughs> and the porn star dude starts laughing, and he was like, I-, "I mean, not only are you a guy, but you're not even a good-looking guy." Right. And the guy is like, "I'm very good at what I do. I bet you, you he will is. finish." And he's like, "There's no way you're gonna make me right. finish." He's like. I'm going to make it finish. <laughs> so they put like this box in front of this guy and he goes under the box and he's just, you do hear these, the strangest noises, <laughs> suction like noises. the strangest <laughs> suction noises. And the guy is just flinched. Like, oh, he's very good. <laughs> he, he goes up to like 27 minutes and he's like, oh, oh he's very good. <laughs> he's a very good. He knows exactly what he's doing. There's one uh, where you have to sing while you're being jerked <laughs> yeah, off. That, that oh, one too. You got to do, you gotta do like karaoke yeah, while you're singing while you're doing, being jerked off. That, that's Japanese? Yeah. The, that's Japanese. The, the, they are not people. They are man. out of their minds, man. The, the it's cr- fantastic. They the, nailed it. They figured out TV. The Koreans do some stuff as well, but it's mostly Japanese. I don't know if this is going to translate to talking, but the best one I've ever seen was they get two teams of guys playing soccer and make them wear binoculars strapped to their head, and they try to kick this ball around, and they just can't see the ball. <laughs> I've seen the that. Fucking funniest I've seen thing. that. That's I've great. It a but that's just what I'm they're saying. They're like kicking like, the floor really yeah, hard. The, like their sense of perception is 
Totally but like, how do you up. do stand up when that's like what but that, but we're makes not, people that's, laugh? That's not China. Different though. country. That's a different country. But that is that just now, in just because Japan they, or just in? Well, I don't want to. I, mean, I don't want to break your heart here, but Chinese people don't like Japanese people. Okay. Not fans. Not big fans. So their culture doesn't. You've do heard of the rape of Nanking? That, perhaps that, that was a thing. You know. I'm aware. So uh, yeah, that's not really influencing. I'm it. just I'm just confirming that that's not really the that's not the case in China. I'm that, that I'm, sense of I'm thinking about bringing comedy. it back, and now I'm seeing you guys <laughs> laugh at it. I'm like, see, I would think that China was like super conservative, as opposed to Japan. That's a little bit more. It Japan is? is very conservative in terms of bit. You hear about their business where they all. Uh, oh, Hey, yeah, you know, yeah, like they, yeah. every morning before work, they have like calisthenics. <laughs> they commit sepulchre. That's, that's their routine. Well, they're very like, you know, at Runting. work they have their very, it seems to me from what I've heard at work, they're very uh, straight laced. And they have like, you know, everybody knows their place. Really? Yeah, that's, well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's super Japanese. I, I can't speak to it that much because I have only been there like once. But then when it comes to pornography and game shows, they, they really crazy. let loose. It's like the Germans. The Germans, of course, have a reputation for being very, very precise, and yet they're defecating on each other. That's what my buddy says, because you know that legally in Japan, they have to blur out the genitals. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah. this. Yes. Buy schoolgirl panties and vending machines. Well, that's what my buddy's like. He's like, they can't see the genitals. they got to go in a different direction, so they just poop on each other. That's the backup <laughs> plan. I don't know. That seems like a weird backup plan. Yeah, I would think of at least four other things I'd rather do than, I, I than think, have shit on me. On you? Yeah, I think after being good. pooped on once, I'd be like, can we just not blur it? That's <laughs> enough. Well, pooping is something that you may even think you're into. But like well, watching it's one it. thing to see it in and a then, video yeah, where the smell is but not the present. When you see the smell, then you're like, oh, I mean, you smell the smell. Like, I got to imagine that that's not pleasant for anybody. Once you realize there's peanuts in there, it's all over. Uh, well, no. just like puke. Like, who wants oh, to smell um, puke? This is great. Yeah, when you can't smell it, it really it, it, it makes a big difference. When you can't smell it, it's very attractive. Well, it's the not. Smell, it's, it, that's the problem. It's warm. Well, the smell is the major, major problem. But for Comforting. The, people yeah, who can't smell love it. It's the greatest. Anyway, so, so, so you, you book Americans. <laughs> uh, you, you bring people over from America to your Shanghai show. Or I to do, do a run. Yeah. Well, because okay. it's so expensive to get people out there. You've got to make it work. Yeah. So okay. we do a bunch of cities. You know. I don't know if you have the budget from Michael Che or not. Do you have the mask? What's, what's the mask? <laughs> you have to wear like gas mask when you go to China. Oh, because nah, uh, there's a lot right. of pollution. Yeah. There, there is a lot of pollution, but it's fine. I but I've seen Chinese people in gas masks. Don't tell me it's fine. When he, when he first went there, he had, his mustache was brown. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is what happens. This is pollution. It's a block of pollution on my he upper lip. No, it's like total recall where you start to. I just saw the, uh, the updated Karate Kid. Oh, yeah? And so that now I have China on my mind a little bit. Karate, the Japanese? The, the karate uh, kid. The, the, no, the <laughs> update one with Jaden Smith, where he goes to China. I haven't seen it, but no, karate's definitely Japanese. No, but, but, that, but in the movie, it's kung fu. Oh, so they didn't tell, they fucked it up and they didn't tell So they call it the karate kid, but in the movie, it's kung fu. Yeah, kung fu is Chinese. And instead of having him paint the fence, he has him hang up his jacket. There's a lot less of that. Okay. Did you see the film? <laughs> No, I didn't see the remake. I don't know if this is, a, is this a serious statement? Or yeah. Just, Do you serious. see Karate Kid, the original, where you had to paint the fence? Yeah, yeah. Sand the floor? Sand the floor. They didn't do it. In the updated version, it's just he's hanging his jacket up on a... Uh, Mr. Miyagi, Pat Moriarty. Oh, the best. No, Great. Pat, uh, Morita. Pat Morita. Morita, there you go. I have an accent. That was like... Pat Moriarty is Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, Pat Moriarty. Pat Moriarty. Pat Moriarty is, uh, is um, Sherlock Holmes' arch enemy, I think. 
But anyway, um, <laughs> the, second, the second Karate Kid, the remake with Jaden Smith, takes place in China. I haven't seen it. I'll, okay. well, I, I'll have to, can we pause and I'll chuck no, it no, on? you don't have to. I, I don't know if they're in Shanghai or so. Maybe they're in that other you place. Know, you I'd, say, I'd say something. They film a lot of movies in Shanghai now because the Shanghai film cinema market is just massive. But China only lets in 20 foreign m- movies a year. But oh, look at if that. You, if you filmed... That's like, why they make so much dough. Like, when you oh, see they, a movie bomb here, and you think, why would they make another one? It's because they made so much money in China. China. War, war, like, Terminators, war, like, all those. That's who watches that shit. Warcraft, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Warcraft, Warcraft. crushed they, China. They have a, yeah. love it. Are they love it. subtitled or dubbed? It depends which cinema you go to, but usually... I mean, I go to the ones... Because I always go with my wife, so it's got English and Chinese on the bottom. Your wife is uh, Chinese? Is she? Russian. Oh, she's right. That's why you speak Russian? Correct, yeah. Wow. When did you know, like, I just want to know all the languages? <laughs> I, I don't know. There's many more than th- those three. I, but I, I like it, you know. I feel like for an for a English-speaking white guy to learn a bunch of different languages, that's pretty well, and, and impressive. And distinct languages. Because like the Russian whole world will say, we will, we will catch up to you, dude. And yep. you're still like, no, nah, I want to know what you're doing. No, That's good. pretty impressive. Well, I think for Google. Chinese to be white and to speak Chinese perfectly or nearly perfectly would yeah. be an incredible That's thing. That's insane. I don't know if that's your level, what your level is exactly. I mean, I, I don't want to say perfect. There's plenty of guys that speak better Chinese than I do out there. Uh, like eight? Seven. No. <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I don't... When you meet someone who's Chinese and they're speaking, but they're making a lot of errors yeah. and they're not, they've got a big vocabulary, but you can understand them and you can communicate, it's like that, I would say. But you, And another thing... When, you're sp- when I'm speaking English with a Chinese person. Or, or someone who doesn't speak English natively, you know? Right. So you sound like a waiter. Like, I, a have a, I have an accent, <laughs> but sometimes on the phone they think I'm Chinese, but generally they'll pick up on it, you know? Like, because you... You don't know the best way to say something or the most and there's local probably, way. Right. And there's probably a lot of topics you don't have, might not have the vocabulary. Yeah, right. For like if I said I need a, you know, I need a uh, Phillips head screwdriver, you know, my guess is you, you wouldn't know the word for Phillips head screwdriver. I know screwdriver, but not Phillips head screwdriver. Okay. Actually, I do know it. Oh, do you? But there you go. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Look at that. Because I run a s- comedy club. Where How do you say screwdriver? How do you say screwdriver? Wow. All right, I can't. Like you uh, would know if he was making no a shit up. Anyway. Every Chinese person listening is like, "That's <laughs> not it. He's lying. Full of shit." Uh, the uh, it's yeah. I mean, <laughs> the other thing is that doing stand up in Mandarin. You know, if you ever see someone who doesn't speak English natively perform in English, the crowd is a little forgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the same the other way. You can make and the, the Chinese comics make fun of me. Because I'll say the wrong word and get a laugh. And they're like, what the fuck? You just you say something stupid, you get a laugh. I'm like, well, I don't, I'm up here. Yeah, it's all, the accents are funny, too. Just the accents yeah. are funny. They'll laugh at me saying the, the, the word wrong or something like that. I'm basically hack. <laughs> Man, I'm kidding. Right. No, I think there's like a universal kind of, you know, admiration for people that take risks like that. Well, yeah. you gotta, like, that takes a lot of balls to get up in front of, you know, Mandarin speaking audience and Ni do hao, comedy. Ma. And I mean, that's pretty... Doing comedy stand-up period is... It's, it's scary in it. I mean, it, there's itself. a fear, fearful in any language. Right. Actually, no, I tell you this. Performing in another language, you lose a little bit of the judgment element. Like, you know, in English, you kind of can feel people thinking about you, especially when you're starting out. But right. in Chinese, it's like, I don't give a fuck what these people think. 
You just you have that. And, and the Chinese comedians say the same in English, the ones that do it the other way. They're like, I just, it's not the Can same. Can you improv in Chinese? A, a no, little bit? or A little bit. And the other thing is that anything you say is going to get a laugh. Yeah, yeah. If, you take, if they say something to you, you're like, I don't understand what you said. They'll laugh That's at that. Right, okay. you know? Do you get nervous doing stand-up, Mike? Hmm? Do you get nervous getting, like, getting back into stand-up or like, after you've been doing... Uh, like you, being I, you get nervous. I, I don't like to say nervous because it's not necessarily nervous. It's more like you get anxious. Where you're like, uh, I want to, I want to get to it, and I want to get in the rhythm. You want to kind of just get in the water, but it's not necessarily nervous. I think nervous is like the reason why you don't want to do something, but yeah. anxious is the reason why you want to do it. Right. But it's the same kind of feeling. And I, I feel like you just you never get rid of anxiety in comedy. I don't know, Dan. Is that? It's getting worse for me. <laughs> no, it really is. I don't know why, but uh... I don't think you ever get rid of. It. I think everybody like. I was. We did the roast battle thing. I was. I was judging the roast battle with uh, uh, Dave Attell, and we were backstage. At, like, and Jeff is on, like, about to bring us up or whatever. And we're both kind of like pacing and looking. And, and I'm like, I don't think it. I mean, if Dave Attell still feels a little anxiety in his stomach before then he gets on stage, a, yeah. I don't think anybody's gonna not. You know, like, right. who's done more comedy than Dave? But you know, but it's not nervous. It's it's more. It's more like you you, re, you just want to kind of get out there. But there's like football from? players that like puke and shit, right? Yeah, yeah I, I get, it's weird. I get nervous before I go up, but I'm never nervous on stage. Oh, really? Yeah. Once you're on Last there, night, just... I did a show in West Virginia. West Virginia. West, West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> with uh, Rachel Feinstein. And uh -huh. I was super nervous because like, I was like, what? On a Monday night, what kind of show is this with a right. Puerto Rican and a Jew? <laughs> and um, I was super nervous. And I just went up there and... First joke killed, and then I did 30 minutes, which I hardly ever do. Huh. It was just rocking. Yeah. It's always those places that you, when you second guess what, what it's going to be like to end up being, oh, I can't believe that shit was fun, like yeah. like, a, like West Virginia. Or, yeah. I remember one year in comedy, I was doing like a bunch of colleges, and I had, I had flown to Indiana maybe six times in like a span of six months or so. Which is like more than anybody yeah, who doesn't live in Indiana or whatever. Indiana. <laughs> and like parts of Indiana I didn't even fucking know existed. <laughs> right. But everyone, I was like, oh, this is going to suck. But it doesn't. It's great because they don't get a lot of shit over there. So right. they're like pumped to see something, you know? Talking about comedy next to you guys, I'm obviously, you know, way lower down the totem pole. But uh, Me, how am I? If I'm... Thank you. Thank you for keeping it relevant. The, uh, but, like, I find if I'm too comfortable, it's a bad thing. Yeah. Like, I that's agree. not good. And then if I need to have that, like, oh, fuck, is this going to work? Right. To actually step up and, and do all right. Right. Maybe that's just me. But is it Maybe like. Maybe that goes away. Like, after you've been doing writing and stuff for, or, you know, doing SNL for a whole season, is it refreshed? Do you feel good getting back into it, or is it kind of like... You feel you good, need? but it, you also... You, I never feel like I'm in shape for it. Right. I always feel like I, I go about eight minutes into material, and I'm like, damn, what other jokes do I know? I feel like I've, I've only right. written five minutes of comedy. Like, I don't remember anything. My brain's not sharp. I can't segue good. I can't right. bounce in and out of crowd work and stuff like that, like... Comedy is like a muscle. You, you really have to kind of get in shape for it. If you do it every single day, your yeah. brain just kind of operates differently. And if you don't do it, if I take two or three weeks off, I, it takes me a while before I'm like, oh, yeah. it start, you start it's, to see yeah. jokes again. You start to riff. You start to know when you're in too long, when, you, when you haven't. 
you can hear yourself better when you're paying attention. See, Dan, you got to get back in the gym. You know, you're, you you're going to be out of Since fighting Since when I'm shape. not in the gym? What are you you said about? You've, you've been taking a break because of your back. Yeah, the gym. Yeah, well, he's saying, I'm saying this is, this is related. Like, you're going to be out of your, you're going to be out of your fighting shape. She's talking about the real gym. Yeah, I'm talking about joke. the real I'm, gym. No, no, no. I'm talking about. I know what yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Did you? Did obviously, you, this is a. I, you know, I don't. Well, it was. <laughs> yeah. you, the point is, Chris, you tried. I did. I tried. Did you Sorry. find that doing? She didn't mess it up. You did. No, yeah, I, she's you, talking you about. Knocked she's, it away she's, she's talking about the real yes, gym. Yes, because we started out the show talking about how you've been not in the gym and taking a hiatus and how you got to get back in. And so I'm just I'm bringing it full right, circle. All right, okay, well, we can okay. wrap it up. Okay. Call a callback, Dan. Jesus Christ, Dan. Right, right. This guy's well, rusty. It's, really? a, it's a comedic <laughs> device. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, uh, I lose. You win. Thank you, Sarah. You, you win. Now we do have to. Uh, we're all. We have. Uh, we are done here. Pretty much. Okay. Um, That's it. Yeah, we do That's an it. hour. Um, we didn't even talk about Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> we did, but that we didn't have. We didn't talk about it with our, our friend from Shanghai. You want to talk about it? No, I think we covered it well <laughs> enough. Is, that, is it big? Was big news? I assume in Shanghai. Yeah, you know what? There was a terrorist attack at the airport when I was on the way out here, but not a serious one. Some guy just let off a small explosive, like two hours before I got to the airport. Got shut down. I had my flight got pushed back a day, and uh, that came out. And then on the back of that. It must have been like six hours later the Orlando came. So the two of those things were being just, everyone's like, the world's falling apart. You know, there's stuff happening. I'm not equating the two of them. I'm just saying that it did get picked up in the news that people were right. reading for sure. Yeah, Orlando was like that too because a pop singer got killed in yeah, Orlando. Yeah, the same day. And yeah, right. like massacre, two days, was it the same day? And then an yeah, alligator, alligator ate a baby. Yeah. And it was like all Orlando stories. None of them are the same, but it was just all like, what the fuck is in also that Also out of Orlando this week, um, a new ride... Frozen Ever After at uh, Epcot Center had a record five-hour line. Oh, <laughs> Dude, that, can I tell you, in China, that's a short line. That's the VIP line. <laughs> well, that's in Orlando. You have to talk about Orlando shit. Yeah, but that, I guess that's an inconvenience store. Yeah. I think that's as important as the other things that happened. My, I'm just covering. Time. I'm just covering. I didn't scroll down that far in CNN. I'm just Jesus. covering. I'm that story. I'm covering. Well, I did because I'm trying to write jokes for Fallon. <laughs> so I have well, to. What's those the, are the kind of jokes that I haven't come up with one for that yet. Oh, but it seems like a very premise? ripe topic. It seems like if you can't write a joke about a five-hour line at Disney, maybe you should get out of the joke writing business. But it seems, or, or, or back in the gym, you know. And it seems like, like well, but it seems like it's also clean and not controversial. The kind of jokes you should be writing for a late-night talk show. Sure. Yeah. So that's why I figure maybe I not this something. week though. I would push that because that's what we call evergreen. You could bring that back. In a yeah, month nobody or so, even and no one cares. No, no one's gonna fact check. No like, wait a minute, did that right. happen? Right? Yeah, did well, it open true. this weekend? Yeah. yeah, you put that in the evergreen pile. The ever not green. Ever, <laughs> ever frozen, ever after. It should be called waiting ever after. No, that's Jesus not that good. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, hey yo, doing guys. comedy. I can do better than that, folks. We're Thank you guys. for. <laughs> I'm spitballing. Thank you for uh, listening. Hello, William. Thank you, Cipher Sounds. Thank you, Andy. Thank you so much for having uh, me. Out. I Andy. Curtain. Curtain. Jesus Christ. There you go. And I am available, but, you know, make me an offer, and uh, <laughs> we'll see. I do want to go to China, but, you know, we'll see. I prefer business class, obviously, on flights of that length. You'll have to go to the you gym. You prefer business yeah. class? Prefers. No pre one prefers coach. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so your preference is not And a special <laughs> thanks to Michael Che uh, 
first African American um, <laughs> host of Weekend Update. I don't know if you know that. that I didn't know matter. that. Why does he get a special thanks for that? First African American no, to, to wait for four hours because he for is a ride. Uh, he for is a, a by his own admission a D list celebrity. I would have put you at B. I, I would say E. No. B plus. See, I don't know. Chick Fil A. I'll, I'll go to I'll go to One Oak tonight in sweatpants and sweatpants, and I'll let you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the true test. That's the test. If I, gotta, if I gotta wait in line, if it's a five hour line for that, what about that kid? Now, if you're if you're E, then what about that kid who did all those imitations at his high school graduation? Oh, on that YouTube? was pretty good. Actually, hey. he's higher than me. I don't know where he is. He's on the... Ellen. He's yeah. an A lister. So anyway, thank you, everybody. Um, we'll see you next time. And Chris yep. Montella, uh, Chris ya. Gonzalez, or Rodriguez, I forgot the name. But Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Thank <laughs> you, Gonzalez? For, she married yes. uh, one, one of your people. Yeah. You, you, should, you should keep a list of everyone just in there, piece of paper. Yeah, now you don't feel so bad, right? He doesn't even yeah, know what my are you writing down? We've been co-hosting Pardon? this show what for eight What have you been years? writing down? What do you mean, what have I been writing down? You have down? papers with nobody's this name. This is my, 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 I don't need them anymore, but this was my jokes from my Fallon submission. You brought your jokes where you didn't write down <laughs> the guest names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I know most of the guests, and I, I figured I'd remember it. <laughs> Andy Curtin. It's a Chris Montella. Damn it, Dan. Uh, she's still Damn basically Chris Montella. <laughs> Chris Montella. Okay, thank you, everybody, Thanks. and we'll see you next time. Good night.